three, three, two, two, one. one. It's time for the show. Action. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present, of everyday people. And now, here's your host, the one and only. Asher Chua. Welcome to episode 66 with Avery Hicks. We're now going to join the show in progress. You know, just uh, trying to make trying to make moves, Asher. <laughs> I you see know? that. Yeah. I was like, what, what's going on? Yeah, just trying to make moves. You know, just, you know, I, I just come to the conclusion I want to live, you know, in my passion. Mm. And um, not that I don't have a, a passion for sales mm-hmm. or anything of that nature, you know, because I think showing people how to make money is is is, is good. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a step before that, right. that, if, you know, getting your mindset right, getting your um, getting things in in, in uh, proper order to go make money. Right. Everybody wants to make money, but for some of us, a lot of us, mm-hmm. we can't get out of we can't get out of neutral. Mm. We're stuck, and right. so I was having a conversation. And what what kind of spawned it again? Mm-hmm. I was just having a conversation with one of the young men that was kind of you know around on the football team when we kind of came up with get you ready on, and and he was talking right. just talking about his life, you know how you know he was struggling, right, and right. you know and uh, and just talking. Talking to him and, you know, say, hey, remember, we always say, hey, get you ready on. Come on, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, get your mindset right. Re- right. Refocus or whatever. And so um, and when I left him, you know, I, heck, I started thinking to myself, I said, you know, you've been working on this for a while. Mm-hmm. Why have you why have you not taken this message out? Mm-hmm. Who, who are you uh, or who or what are you afraid of? Mm-hmm. Get the message out. Right. And and so I found myself like, OK, you're, you're in that box that you're talking about. Right. So just kind of yeah, I started just to do some reevaluation. And I thought, you know, I think I'm going to, you know, reach back out to, to Asher and kind of start there mm-hmm. and, um, you know, look to uh, really formulate a game plan to start working with people, right. individuals, companies. Because really, Asher, the training that I've done Mm -hmm. over the course of the last 30 years is some of the training that will be needed and get you ready on, you know? And so I thought, maybe let's not focus so much on the sales aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Let's focus on getting their mindset and giving them the tools, strategies and tools, and then, you know, let God take it from there. Let him lead it. You know, you don't need to be the the money maker. (laughs) Give them the tools. And then he'll take it from there. So right. that's kind of got me going right there. I got you. That that makes sense. I guess it doesn't hurt to uh, it doesn't hurt to make a little bit of change on the side. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You know, the goal. Hey, the, the goal is you know. Right. I still got bills to pay. Right. But the goal is if we can put people in a better position mm-hmm. and position themselves better. Yeah. By one understanding who they are and how they operate. Right. Then they might not be so critical on themselves when they don't achieve something. Gotcha. Because they might be running into a wall and, mm. and, and they just didn't know that that wall was coming. Right. Kind of like the blind spots. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously when you talk, we get into the acronym for, you know, action. And right. that, that's why it's first. Right. <laughs> because um, it's 
That makes sense because the, um, I guess just to give you a, a preview, or I guess um, we're talking now, but I guess you'll be able to see it this coming week. So what I went ahead and did, um, I think it'll work out well because the, the last conversation we had talking about sales, that's actually going to premiere this coming Tuesday. Okay. So the, okay. the 20th. So that's going to be the first video. And then okay. in three weeks, people are going to see the first conversation we had back in 2020. Okay. And then okay. the following yeah. week, they're going to see a conversation almost a year and 10 days later. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see like the after, the before, and then before, and then the after again. So it'll be like, okay, there, there's a progression going. But I, I think um, regardless of how the times kind of fell and how we wanted to yeah. arrange it and orchestrate it, I guess um, some people say God works in mysterious ways or just, hey, things have a way of working themselves out because yes. um, the thing with sales, like I, I don't hold that against you because it's like, it makes oh. sense. And I really yeah. like, I like how we're putting it out because it was really like a short, like I think it ended up being like, or it'll end up being 30 minutes or so where, yes. um, I mean, I need to close some of the apps on my end. My computer's telling me that I've got too much going on in the background. Too much going on. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think this is not just talking about my computer, but it's, t it's trying to tell me something personally, but I accept <laughs> it and I move on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let me, let me close all this other stuff up. <laughs> But um, to, to that point, I, I think the message that you said in that in the last recording was powerful in the sense that I, I titled it no hiring your college degree. And mm. it really goes to a, a big misconception to address that to be like, okay, look, like what you think you're going to get, you're not going to get unless you really understand what it is that people are looking for or employers are looking for. They're looking for you to have this ability. So mm. going through the training, it's going to help you get that. But to your point yeah. now, what we're focusing on and what you really need to start with is that action and the mindset, right. which is saying you got to get your mind right. You got to get that going because in the times when your training might fail you, your mind needs to be there. Like those mental skills, that re repetition, yes. that preparation you did beforehand, so long as you have your mind right, you can respond yeah. in a moment of chaos. And that exactly. just kind of came to me because I, I watched this interview for a fight that's happening today. Um, okay. Or I don't know if you follow fighting or boxing or anything like that not much, not much. but essentially what's going on is that today there's a youtube personality by the name of jake paul that okay um he recently oh you've heard of it yeah i've heard of yeah i've gotcha. heard of him so so it's like it's it's somehow or another it's kind of transcending outside of where it is because of how popular he he is or he might be but him yes. and his brother they got into boxing and they've been training legitimately but the way that they present themselves online it's attractive to some and repulsive to others like okay. your audience is your audience, but essentially yeah. he's challenging someone that's like an all-time wrestler. Yeah. Like, right. So it's like you have a boxer that's an amateur, but he's he's very good at his skills. He's yes. challenging a wrestler that's like world class, but yeah. he's not known for his boxing. So the thing is that, like, okay, did you go and try to find somebody with the biggest name, but yeah. that's the worst boxer out of all mixed martial arts? To just be like, okay, so long as I beat this guy, then yeah. I'm going to be elevated on my platform. But mm -hmm. I listened to the interview with Teddy Atlas and the guy that Jake is going to be facing, who's Ben Askren. And mm -hmm. I, I'd never really heard him in an interview or a conversation. And that's why I enjoy podcasting so much is because yeah. you get to actually sit down and hear someone tell you about who they are. Yeah. And it's not it's not a soundbite. So you like, at least for me, I have a chance to, I had a chance to meet him for the first time or understand him because all I knew of him was like, okay, he likes to talk smack to yes. build up a fight, which is what you need for pro 
promotion. That's right. You got to sell something. Right. right. You got to sell something. But it's like, aside from what he's selling with his (laughs) mouth, he has that experience and he's had, like he said, over 2000 wrestling matches. And when I think back to it, I don't even remember the count of wrestling matches that I had, but I'm sure it would be at least a hundred going from seven years, three in middle school, four in high school. And there were a ton ton more losses than wins, but like now taking the time to really go deeper and understand and watching an interview, hearing what the people are saying and like holding on to that. Like it just opened my eyes in a different way to where he says like, and I heard different people say this. It's you have one person that's going into it like, okay, it's a boxing match. The other person is a world-class competitor. Like he's fought in different organizations. He's fought through adversity. Like one of the last things he's known for is for getting knocked out with a a vicious flying knee within five seconds. And that made like the headlines. And to see that, that. (laughs) right. So it's like everybody sees that, but to see that, okay, he survived that obviously, but he's been able to bounce back and he still coaches kids. And I guess that's the thing that kind of hit me where it's like, okay, you're always taught to give back from the time that you go through a program, you go through something's like somebody's looked out for you. So it's your job to always try to find, like find someone to mentor and actually put the time in and teach them something that you've learned. That way you pass on the knowledge and you don't just like keep it up to yourself and become like a curmudgeon or just like, ah, like I know all this stuff, but it's like, okay, yeah, you might know all that stuff, but if you're not willing to give it to anyone or part with it, then you're always going to be bitter because you're so consumed with what it is that you've done or you haven't done. And that, that, yeah, for some reason that just came to mind. And I was like, in the moment, whenever we were talking initially, I was like, okay, hey, you want to do a podcast? Let's get on, let's chat. And then when you said you wanted to talk about get you ready on, I was like, okay, that that makes sense. Because regardless of where you go, that's always going to be with you. you. You have to get your mindset right. And you're so, you're so right, Asher, about everybody's got a story. Everybody's got, or, or put it, everybody's got a message. And for me, I had to, you know, finally come to the conclusion that there may, there may only be one person out there that needs to hear this message. But if that one person gets inspired by it and gets empowered by it so that they can move forward in their own life, because you and I both know, we think we're the only ones that have a certain problem. <laughs> Until you get in the room and you listening to everybody, you're like, well, heck, that sounds like me. <laughs> I didn't know y'all had that problem. But right. that's that's what life is about. And that's why, you know, we we, we go with our, you know, our, 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 our main tagline, when the game of life starts to challenge you, get your ready on. Because it's challenging for everybody. Mm. Race don't matter. Gender don't matter. Everybody's going to get their share of challenges, you know, and the older that you are, the more challenges you get. Right. And if you know, there's no reward. For t- Sometimes I think there's not a reward for being old. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you keep getting these same, you, it's like, there's no cutoff point to where you're like, oh, I'm good now. The right. rest of my life, I'm good. Now, it, it just doesn't matter. And, you know, and I have a mom who's 88 years old to remind me of that. Oh, that wow. hey, it, it, it keeps on going. Don't worry about it. So, that's what got me refocused again. And I just thought, you know, I'm going to get the message out. Mm-hmm. We're going to see if we can empower lives, you know, um, help people get out of neutral, mm-hmm. you know, give them some strategies and tools to help them, whether they want to be an entrepreneur, whether they want to be, you know, give them the basics and then let them run with it and, and have their own story, how they overcame something. Because Get Your Ready On has the ability, you know, I always ask people, or I don't always ask, but somebody asked me one 
one time. What ha- what has happened in your life where you had to make a decision that altered the direction of your life to a certain extent to where it made it better? Right. And, and, you know, and we've all had one of those that kind of altered it to where, man, if I hadn't have did that, there's no way I'd be where I'm at today. And when you think about it, it's that initial, what we call get you ready on moment. And for a lot of us, mm-hmm. you know, mine was like, you know, I'm, I'm 15, 16 years old when I had one of those initial moments that I had to make a decision, get my mind right, get my body right in order to where I'm at today. There's no way physically right. I'd be where I'm at today if I hadn't made that decision with some help of other people, mm-hmm. mind you, to get right. here. Right. And so we want to hear people's get you ready on moments. You know, we, we, okay. we want to know what's that one moment in time that it changed the direction in the course of your life because you did what and how'd you go mm. do it and what made you do it. Gotcha. And it's amazing, you know, my partner's story and my story, you know, it's mm-hmm. we all come from different places and it's you're like, oh, I would have never made it out of there. How'd you make it out of there? Mm. I never could have. Right. I never could have lost <laughs> 45 pounds. How'd you lose 45 pounds? You know, mm-hmm. just different stories. And that's, you know, when we were growing up and, and I always, a good friend of mine is from, uh, I think, oh, West uh, Senegal. Good friend, he's from West Senegal. Mm-hmm. And listen to his stories. And basically, yeah. that's how we were raised is off of somebody else's story, mm-hmm. how they went through some type of trials and tribulations. And they gave you that information so that it would help you maybe overcome that if it should ever happen. Well, you know, we don't do that much okay. anymore. Everybody's on own. Right. You know, <laughs> the older generation, gotcha. you know, they they're like, well, y'all don't want to talk to us, so you know, we'll get on the phone, you know. <laughs> but when I was growing up, and I think you were too, you know, there's a lot of times, hey, you just sit down and listen. Just just listen. Yeah. Don't ask no questions. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> It's funny that's that's becoming my my theme for the month just just listen um before I respond because as as I'm finding out just kind of going through coaching going through counseling and really just experiencing life after the fact or reflecting on what's happened in the week whether I journal it or I I discuss mm. it um it's really understanding this week is that listening is something that I need to practice and not just in the fact of like obviously as we're talking right now I'm, I'm listening to you but sometimes Sometimes or many times I've found myself listening to just respond or reply or depending on what's being said, how it's being mm-hmm. said, I can find myself looking to defend myself, looking to get away, just like, okay, what, what's going on? Because like, hey, it's easy to listen when you're listening to like smooth yeah, jazz, right. everything's just flowing yeah. like back and forth, no problem. But then if someone's cussing you out, like throwing you the bird, like chasing you down, running after you, you're trying to be like, okay, do I sit here and listen to what's going on? Or do like, I mean, if you see it pretty apparent, it might be telling you get out of the way. But sometimes as, as you're getting out of the way, you might, I, I saw that I have to be cautious of how I, I reply. Yes, sir. Because if somebody comes cussing me out, I can just as easily cuss them out yes. and make a scene. Yes. And it's like, at the end of that, what did I gain? Did I, did I get my point across? Did, did how some people would say like, oh, you really showed your behind on that one. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. so it's like, you say, can easily, another word, right. but yeah, that's nice. Right. <laughs> it's like, you, you can easily, do that and I guess sometimes I, I'm trying to um I guess I, at times I hesitate because I I don't really cuss much or mm-hmm. I don't I found myself doing that in private yeah but at other times I'm like okay well there's more than one way to say something so it's like I, I don't have to be PG all the time but I, I choose to at times but yes. yeah exactly. you, you know what I mean when I say you can either be showing yourself and it's like if you once you kind of come back to yourself you you ask yourself either either you'll ask yourself or someone will point it out to you mm-hmm. be like 
okay, like, yeah, you really showed out on that one. So it's like, what'd you, what'd you gain? That's right. And, yeah. Yeah. What, what, what message did you get from that? And, and it's, it's ironic that you brought that up because my father, my father was a military man and, and mm-hmm. straight and direct. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a young man growing up, you know, sometimes he could be, you know, intense mm-hmm. in how he delivered the message to you. Right. And which would get me emotional. And so that would make him mad. Mm-hmm. And so finally he, he told me, he says, you have to learn to take your emotions out and just listen to the message. He mm. said, you're worrying about how loud I am. Mm. Just listen to the message. So, you know, it took me a long time just to, I, 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 would have, I would have to shut my eyes and just, just tone him out right. and listen to what he was really trying to tell me that I needed to correct mm. instead of getting emotion, emotionally because he was yelling. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. So, you know, as I got as I've gotten older, but, you know, you're right. Sometimes we always uh, it's easy to defend ourselves Mm. and, you know, nobody wants to listen to negative, you know, being criticized or um, being talked to negatively. And, and, you know, I I just try to, you know, I try to pride myself on uh, um, being a better person. But there's times where, you know, you can go back to the streets real Mm. quick, you know, if need be. I don't like you. (laughs) You know, but uh, that's that's where I asked the Lord, hey, you got to help me on this one. Right. I'm about to lose control. You know? <laughs> it's funny when you say go back to the streets on this, like I can I see you now and I'm sure somebody else they're watching. They're like they see your demeanor. They're like Avery in the streets. What yeah, What's yeah, that look yeah, like? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we, we all come from somewhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you might not you might not think it, but hey, just because I, I look all um, yeah. I guess. Maybe now it's a bad reference, but I guess back in the day, people would make reference to like the Fresh Prince or like yeah. Car- Carlton's a good reference. I was going to yeah. say Cosby, but I was like, maybe everyone's steering away from him. That's but right. it's like yeah. before everything else that came out, it's like it was a good comparison to be like, OK, you can be all buttoned down, middle class right. looking like I guess some people. <laughs> Of course, like I've had the the expression expressed towards me. It's like, oh, you're you're behaving uh quote unquote white. And okay. it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, for me, it's just one of those, okay. Well, I, I guess to be honest, I grew up around more white people and I didn't grow up around as many black people because it's like there just weren't that many. Yeah. And the feedback that I got at the time, like in middle school, elementary school, was yeah. more or less negative. So it's like, okay, well, you run to the people that either reject you or or do you run yeah. to what you've been told is not so great, even yeah. though if it's someone that looks like you yeah. just to be accepted? Or do you That's do right. you just go with everybody else? Do you just kind of dip into the melting pot where everyone else ex- accepts you? Because for me, it's like I remember my fifth grade year, we went to school here in City Park and it was the first time that we were at a school that was just all fifth graders. So yeah. I remember some of the guys from my class and I, I hope to catch up with some of them soon yeah. and have them on here. But like um, my buddy Vinny, he was from he was from India. Um, I remember uh, Jimmy, he was from Pakistan. You had a few other friends that were Mexican or of Hispanic um, ethnicity. You had mm-hmm. a couple of black friends. You had some white friends. So it's like, it's just this mix. So yeah. in essence, you kind of like you're a piece of everybody else, but because it wasn't um, rap, hip hop, people just okay. assume it's like, oh, you're not black. It's like, oh, somebody white would walk up to me and be like, oh, I'm blacker <laughs> than you. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess we just got some 
swapped in the wrong bodies, but I guess yeah. my skin yeah. doesn't mean much. But what yeah. one thing that I've come to understand and come to appreciate as an adult is just that, hey, regardless of what people may say or people may think, right. it's like my experience is my experience. And right. now I can be proud of it. And I think sometimes it's funny because I think, are they really projecting what they want for me? Or are they yeah. just, they just let me know, man, you missed out. You really missed out. You, you Man, you're missing out. You're really missing out. I, okay, I need you to go here. I need you. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. 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 All right. I'll, yeah, I'll make a I mental missing? note of that. But it's like, I'm not going to stop what I'm doing. Like you're assuming that because I'm not living the life you wanted That's to right. live that That's I need right. to stop all the progress that I'm making exactly. and go live your life. And I was like, no, nah, like I'm good. Like yeah. before I used to be like, oh man, oh no. Uh, what's going on but now it's like oh okay well it's okay like yeah. i'm glad i'm bilingual like right. not as well as i was i would like to be but like i can still go back pick up some french once i start yeah. talking with somebody it'll start to flow a little bit and then yeah. if i want to learn the mother language the mother tongue it's like eventually yeah. that's something that i can learn but just being different being made fun of it it's like right. it really doesn't doesn't bother me that much because yeah. now like the same people that were making fun kind of look at and be like okay you know what? I respect you because in a way, and that's something else, I feel like I'm probably going off on a tangent, but, <laughs> but something that I've come to appreciate about being like in the quote unquote black community in America is that in a way that people might pick at you or joke at you, it's kind of a test to be like, okay, we're a resilient people. So you can't just come in all the times and just be like, oh, my feelings, my feelings, my feelings. Yeah. Like, yes, you have to be able to feel things and you can express things through passion or something. Some people would say anger, yeah. this, that, and the other, but there, there's different levels to it. And back to what your dad was saying, yeah. you have to be willing to hear the message That's and right. not always how it's presented to be able to receive what's being said to you. Because then so, as you're able to do that within your community or within the people that you come to respect, people that you learn to be appreciative of, then it's like, okay, you can understand, you can empathize better with someone's struggle, even though for yeah. me, not having gone through the same struggle, not having had the history or the lineage or just like, although I look like somebody, they may automatically assume like, okay, like, hey, you look like me, respect. Yeah. And at times I may feel weirded out about it, but I'm like, okay, like I appreciate you acknowledging me and I also yeah. give you the same acknowledgement back like I might yeah. not know the proper language to use yeah, just exactly. yet but that can be learned over time but so long as we're we're talking so long as we're communicating like that's hey right. it's all good exactly and, and you know that's a I mean that's 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 a whole session in itself you know mm -hmm. growing up in the military you know 90 99 percent of the friends were white mm -hmm. and you know I remember and I went to college down in East Texas right. so you know uh, predominantly uh, uh, more African Americans down there mm -hmm. and you know when I got to got to college, you know, they could tell that, you know, you're not from around here. <laughs> nope. And, and, Where are you and, from, and, boy? You're not from right. around here. Hey, and, 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 and <laughs> hey, I'm proud of it. That's what I tell them. I'm proud, I'm proud of it, you know. And I have a bunch of cousins and stuff down there. We get together and they go, well, you talk white. Right. I didn't, <laughs> another know, I didn't, one. Yeah, I didn't know the difference. You know, I'm right, just talking, right. you know. But, it's, uh, yeah, you go you go through those things. And, and, and I'll tell you this one, and then we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> in in the in the auto industry, you do a lot of what's called dealer trades. Mm -hmm. now, now, are you taping this this portion right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you will. Is this gonna be on the video? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I need, I need to be careful then. Gotcha. Well, but I mean, anyway. if you want me, I, I can pause it and then we can come back. <laughs> you want me to pause it? Yeah, yeah, just pause. It's funny because.
because um what is it sometimes you call it uh bk i i think uh coded it properly and i i think they made a, a movie about this called code switch code switching where it's like you got the the uh, <laughs> oh, phone personality and then you've got like the in-person personality which which can still go back and forth and some people right. they say like that's the business sense. And then this is your your other. This and I, I talked with my buddy Theo and he was just like the same thing with him being a barber where he answers the phone like, oh, hey, this is Theo. How, how are you doing? And then people show up thinking that it's a white barber shop. And then they're just like, you are you? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. Come on. Come on. Let me take care of you. And then once they get to talking, they get to yeah, rolling a bit. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Like they kind of get over like the misconception in their mind. And then yeah. they're just like, oh, okay, like, cool. But it kind of goes back to that thing of like, I guess everyone has their biases and it's never like for me, I've learned, I've learned never to make it personal because it's one of those right. things is like you get conditioned by your environment and then as you start to think on things more clearly you're like okay well everything i was taught i don't necessarily have to keep it with me because yeah. hey whenever you're told to do something whenever you don't want to do it you don't really go asking for permission to be like oh can i can i yeah. do this or should should i should i not like we were talking about with running through the running through the toll yeah. for running through lives like hey sometimes yeah. you just you just you gotta, gotta get go. going. Yeah, you gotta you, you gotta go and, and and quit worrying about it and, and overthinking it. And uh, but yeah, that's that's uh you know that's a, that's our our, our message. We wanna mm -hmm. we want to empower people to <coughs> excuse me to take action right. on the goals in their lives. And uh, the first thing is you got you got to get your mindset right. Yeah. And so at the end of, at the end of the day, you know um, we want to get your minds ready for action. Mm -hmm. Tell yeah. me tell me about the action. Like why why did you decide on action? Action and I. And I'll just tell you, I'll t I'll t and it goes back to, and I'll tell you a little bit about my story. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was a junior in high school, between my going into my junior year, mm -hmm. like I said, I've always played sports, you know, athletic, um, kind of a heavy set kid, but not really heavy set. But this right. particular summer, I didn't work out. I didn't do what I needed to do to get ready for football. Mm -hmm. And probably what was more important is I didn't even want to get ready. And matter of fact, when it came, I was like, man, it's football already. Mm -hmm. Well, I eventually I quit and I quit within like two weeks. Right. And a good friend of the family, the coach came to the house. I'm in the basement and he's asking me what's going on. And mm -hmm. I said, coach, I, I really don't feel like playing football. And he says, well, I noticed that you're not, you weren't in the best shape. He says, does that have something to do with it? And I said, uh, probably. And, you know, not to make up any excuses, it was what it was. Mm -hmm. And that's when he told me, he says, here's the thing. He says, you need to take action on something. Mm -hmm. He says, whether if you don't want to play, that's fine. Mm -hmm. He says, but let me tell you about life. Life is difficult if you do not take action. And so I've always used that word when I needed to get myself rejuvenated. Right. Get going. And right. so when he was talking about the uh, taking action, he was talking about getting my mind right. Mm -hmm. He says, you, he says, you got to win the game on the inside before you can win the game on the outside. Right. And so when I got to the point to where the school year was over and I bumped into him again and and he says, are you coming out for football? I said, yeah, I'm coming out because I've made my, my decision. I'm coming out. Right. He said, you got to lose some weight. Mm. And at that time, you know, I'm weighing 240, 245. And and he says, you need to be 225 or don't even show up. Mm. And I like, oh, OK, OK, I got that. <laughs> and I remember Asher, when I walked away from him, I was like, you ain't never lost a pound in your life. Yeah. How are you going to lose 20 pounds right now and get right? And there's that self-doubt mm -hmm. right off the bat. My mindset said, hey, you know, you can go work out, but we're not in on that program. Right. <laughs> so you need to figure something out. 
And so, but by the time I got home from that, I'd made a decision. Okay, if this is what it takes, Mm -hmm. you need to get your mind right. And we need to put a game plan together on making it happen. So action has always been my go-to. When I get my mind focused on what I needed to achieve, I've had Mm -hmm. some great successes in my lifetime. Not everything has been successful that I have tried to do. Right. For the most part, I've gotten my mind involved. And to the point to where by the time I got to camp, mm-hmm. I'd surpassed the 225. I actually showed up at camp at 205. Mm. I got to the point to where once I got the momentum, once I saw one or two pounds, three or yeah. four pounds come off, mm-hmm. I was good. Right. You know, and that right there, and there's a whole lot more to the story. Mm-hmm. But Asher, that right there changed the course of my life for me. Right. right. Because from that point on, I've always been um, what I would consider in shape. Mm-hmm. I've always made sure I took care of my health. And so it changed the course of my life because if not, you know, I was headed down the wrong road. Right. And what it did too, it made me understand that if you get your mindset involved in the game mm-hmm. before you get all the trinkets, mm-hmm. you know, uh, all the toys of right. being who you want to be, get your mind in the game first, mm-hmm. it'll take you through the valley right. of the disappointments in the in the obstacles that you gotta face. And I believe a lot of people don't get their mindset in involved. Right. They just okay, I wanna be this. Okay, what's it take to be that? Right, right. Not- you know, what's transfer transformation? Right. That makes sense. (laughs) It's funny because we were talking about alignment earlier. And um, as you said, there's there's more to the story. And the way it's going to fall fall in place is that at the time people can hear this, they can always go back to what's going to be episode number 53, where you talk about that. And I think I titled it belief transforms and basically talking about how you went from that moment where your coach was like, you got to lose that weight or else don't even show up. That's right. So um, just from that, I know you speak on action and it's also not just the word, but it's also an, an acronym. So can you yes. kind of walk me through that acronym? Yes. And so, um, you know, get your ready on. It's about get your minds ready for action. Right. And so A in action stands for awareness. And we're mm-hmm. talking about self-awareness. Right. Um, we believe there's a, a better case of you being successful when you understand what your strengths are and, and what your limitations are mm-hmm. and how you handle certain situations. Right. And so to understand uh, your awareness, self-awareness, it's going to give you a roadmap on just who you are and, and why you keep getting stuck. Right. You know, why you keep getting into the potholes mm-hmm. of life instead of going around them or just going right over them. And right. so self-awareness, I think, is the first thing, because if you can understand who you are and how you handle certain situations, mm-hmm. you won't be so hard on yourself, first of all. Gotcha. And, and then you will also notice them when they're coming. You're like, right. oh, okay, here it comes again. Right. Let me just prepare myself for that. Gotcha. And See? I guess as you're talking about the, the, the self-awareness, I'll stay on this point for a little yeah. bit. Um, are you still looking to use the DISC assessment through this to help people become self-aware yeah. by saying, hey, take this questionnaire, sit down, just go through it. And then we'll get like an ebook printout saying that this is, these are some of your tendencies. Yes. This is why you're stumbling where you may be stumbling, or this is where you're shining, where you may be shining. You have this tendency based on this paradigm that you've had since childhood or this paradigm since you had since this win or this loss. Exactly. It's just, it's just a go-to. Right. Um, I believe everybody has the best intentions or I had the best intentions on mm-hmm. becoming certain things or certain people or 
or certain right. opportunities. But I have a certain makeup that just seemed like I was just bumping up against a wall. Mm. And if I would have known, okay, here's where you're going to struggle, right. then I can prepare myself for the struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, if the, it's, it's kind of like coaching or relationships. If you understand where you're going to have your downfalls or somebody can tell you, mm-hmm. then you start working on those. Right. Now we're not, it's not a situation where we want to take a, take advantage of your, uh, uh, your, your, limitations, right. really, we want to know what your strengths are so we can help grow those, True. you know, because you may have a strength that really is better suited in another arena mm. than the arena that you're trying to be in. Right, right. And, and that's, so, yeah, and I think that's key right there. Some of us, we don't know what that arena is mm-hmm. until we get in there and we're like, oh, okay, it, why is this so difficult? Right. Because you probably need to be in another arena and find an opportunity in that. And so we just want to take some of those barriers out of the way mm-hmm. and just give you a blueprint on who you really are and right. what your strengths are and how we can help elevate those strengths to help you achieve this uh, goal that you have in your life, regardless of what it is. Right. And and when you when you say we, you're talking about yourself and your um, associates. It's through your yes. through your team. Yes, exactly. That's, got it. And I guess that going from the A in action to the next letter in the C, that those two just tie straight together. Yes. C is clarity. Mm. Being clear, having clarity on exactly what you want to do. Right. And I use this as a analogy of, you know, and I and I'm and I'm gonna use me. Right. <laughs> I want to I want to be a speaker. Mm-hmm. I've got all the tools around me. You know, I got microphones, I got lights, you yeah. know, I got all the tools and everything, but I don't have clarity on how I'm going to become that speaker. Mm. There's tools that I need to somebody to give me or coach me or teach me how to get clarity on. Right. If you're not clear on the objective, then you keep going around the objective and that's the reason why you haven't got started because you, right. you're not clear on it. Right. And so right. we want to help you create clarity on what it is what goal you're trying to achieve mm-hmm. and to help you identify what the process is to get to there. Right, right. So clarity in if you want to be an entrepreneur or if you want to be, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you got to be clear on the objective of what it's going to take to get to that point. Right. And, and then secondly, is it concise and is it written down? Right. Is it something you're just making up or is it something that you got a blueprint? True. And so clarity on what you want to be, clarity on your message, clarity on uh, uh, your job. It's kind of like when I started selling cars, I didn't have any clarity on that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I struggled. Right. But when I got some training yeah. and I, I got clear on how the, how this objective worked mm-hmm. and I was good, I was, I was good to go. So clarity gotcha. is that action, the, the C in action. Right. That makes sense. And and I guess the, the thing that, that's funny with it is that even before the people get to you or connect with you and your team is that in order to, to have like a, a takeaway, it's that when you talk about awareness, just taking the time to just sit silently and just reflect if it's for a minute, if it's for 10 minutes, like just taking that time to think by yourself and write down where it is that you are, what is it that you know intuitively, but then having um, another tool to come alongside that that's been researched and been that's constantly being updated, but to be able to give you a bigger set of blueprints to say, okay, here are some other things you may consider. I think that that goes well. And like you're saying, again, with the clarity, which probably (laughs) leads to the next letter, in the T is that to be clear, you have to acknowledge where you are. And again, writing it down, 
whether it's, I think they say there's a power in writing something down with pen and paper as much as technologies may evolve. And if that's mm -hmm. your thing to text it out, put it in your phone, regardless of how you do it, mm -hmm. put it down in a place that you can remember and come back to frequently to where you continue to revisit it. Mm -hmm. And it lets you know where you need to be and where you're going and not worried right. about where the country's going, where your neighbor's mm -hmm. yeah. going, what car they're driving, this, that, and the other. It's like the more clear and self-aware that you are, I think the, I know, I don't think, I know it's the better off you are because for myself yeah. going through coaching and counseling personally mm -hmm. and addressing the things in my life on a weekly basis as to here's what I did, here's what happened, here's how it responded, here's how I felt. That gives me clarity on what I'm going to do today. I'm yeah. not, it helps me plan for tomorrow, but it helps me deal yeah. and address today. Okay. You're, you're exactly right. In the, in the automotive industry, starting off as a salesperson, working my way up to management, one of the things that my owner constantly was telling me, because I would talk to him every, at the end of every month, I'd go in there and tell him I want to be a manager. Mm. What do I need to do to become a manager? Right. And he would always tell me, he says, you need to be consistent. You need to have your desired results mm. written down on a daily basis. Right. And, you know, he just, everything he talked about was just about today. Right. He, he says, quit looking down the road, take care today. Right. You know, we, we have a saying, you know, uh, uh, yesterday's gone. Mm. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow's not promised. Today's the day to take action. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about those other days. Today is the day to take action. Right. So tell me about that, that taking action. Taking action. T, T is uh, a, a good one. Yeah. Tenacious. Mm -hmm. You need to be tenacious in your preparation. The level of your success will be determined by the level of your preparation. Mm -hmm. If you half step it, you're going to get half results. Right. If you try to cut corners, you try to cheat the system. Mm -hmm. You know, when they say run a mile, they didn't say run three and three quarters right. of a mile. <laughs> they run four miles to right. get it. And I, and I, and I, I didn't run track. I had a good buddy of mine. He ran track and he was a 400 meter runner. Right. And his coach always, I could hear him yelling out there. He says, I need my 400, mm. not, not 399. I need 400. Right. Don't cheat me. Right. That's the 400 meters for anyone that's, that's right. not familiar with track and field. Yes, it's that right. yes, one lap around, meters. one lap around the <laughs> yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, every he, time I'm like, <laughs> my metric, my metric system may not be there at times. But then when I realized that the, again, back to school, yeah. doing wrestling for seven years, I also did track for seven years because yeah. it's like as a sixth grader, that's the two sports you were allowed to do. Like you couldn't do yes. football yet. You couldn't play basketball. And I never ended up playing <laughs> basketball, but I wrestled and I ran track and it's like, okay, yeah. you've got everything's in the metric system. So it's yes. not impossible yes. to learn. There you go. But uh, yeah, being tenacious with your preparation, understanding that you, you have got to go um, step by step, you've got to know it like the back of your hand. Mm -hmm. um, also, you get if you're an entrepreneur, uh, being tenacious in preparation means you you need to know who your competitors are. Right. You, you just need to know everything that could stop you from being successful mm -hmm. is part of your prepare, uh, preparation. And so, right. um, just just be tenacious with it. Don't you know? If you think you know everything, mm -hmm. uh, go find something right. because that'll be the one thing that'll stand up in in your face and and, and stop you from being successful. 
successful. And so mm. uh, be tenacious about it. Right. And and it's it's funny because I've heard, um, I've probably said this in the past where you think you're not able to do something regardless of what a test may tell you or what the, the end results are. You may think that, okay, I'm not this or I don't have this tendency or <laughs> I, I may not be detail oriented, but I think it all has to do with what it is that you're focused on. Because if it came to someone telling you about a reality TV show, and it's nothing against reality TV, but it's just like a perfect example. Someone that's very interested in it can tell you every detail of like, okay, the Kardashians, like, I don't know anything about them, but somebody else could tell you what their names are, what city they live in, maybe even what like in the vicinity of their address, like what age they are, Mm -hmm. who they're dating, who this, that, and the other. It's all a matter of like what you focus on and what you Mm -hmm. choose to accept. So if you love the Kardashians, hey, love on them, but be aware that that's your thing that you're choosing. If for somebody else, for myself, it's it's if it's like science, if it's the um, the maths and things like that, a lot of people say, oh, I can't do math. Like it's like, no, it's not that you can't. But in the same time that you say you cannot do something, you're right. You can't do it because you keep reinforcing the things that you want by saying what you don't want. But the way in which you speak, you continue to attract that tenaciously. Like, yes, you're terrible at math because you don't practice. But someone that might look at you or me, they may be like, oh, you were always a great salesman or you were always great at math. And like you said in your story before, it's like you had to keep going back over and over and over and continue to tell him like, I want this job. I want this job until he's just like, okay, fine, like come work. And by the time (laughs) you were getting ready to quit to be like, okay, I'm done with this. They're like, oh, um, we're hiring to be the manager. But it spoke to that tenacity that you just had to keep showing up and you had to continue to be consistent. Exactly. You know, and uh, being that I was a, uh, and they considered me an introvert. And so right. I wasn't real good at sales <clears throat> in the beginning. I really had to practice. Mm. I had to, I had to prepare a lot better and a lot harder than maybe because it came easier for some other people. Right. And for me, it didn't come easy, but the more preparation I put in, the more successes came. Mm-hmm. And then it started to look like it was easy for me, but it wasn't easy. I just kept on doing what I had been doing from the get-go. And so um, stay whatever it is that you want to be or become, mm-hmm. just be tenacious about it and learn everything about it and um, prepare because that's right. where that's where it's going to be. Right. And I, I guess not to harp on on the T for too long, but I think it's just so important because yeah. um, and also I know sometimes people may become bitter in the fact that um, some people may become very bitter in the fact that what they how do I say this like the ex- an experience that they have say it wasn't positive yes. and t- too many times it's every there's this message out there that sounds like kumbaya we can all hold hands and sing it's like oh you can become anything that you want to be there's a truth to it not to say like we said before everybody can't become mike but it's like your goal may not be to become mike but like you said you have to start at the top Mm -hmm. with the first thing first you have to become self-aware you have to be aware of like who you are where you are yes there may be some limitations you have but focus on the strengths that's right once you spend that time to get clarity you become aware with that awareness and with that clarity, become tenacious and prepare with what you have and what you're strong in. So if you're sweeping the floor, become the best floor sweeper. Like I met some um, plumbers in New York City when I was driving through Manhattan for the first time. And I went up to the Empire State Building just to be able to have like the skyline view because it used to be one of the tallest buildings in New York. And it's been, of course, surpassed by what was the Twin Tower and then what replaced him. But as we were talking in the Uber, they were talking about how they started out 
about just cleaning toilets regularly. Yeah. And then over time, they developed a business and they not only own their own business and have the management of multiple yes. um, maintenance or toilet cleaning services throughout New York City, but I think in like Long Island, they've done so well in that arena yes. that they're able to travel into the city during the week, during the weekdays where people are going to work and then they can go home on the weekends and just be there where it's super busy. Everybody wants to go to New York. They're like, yeah. no, they put in the time yes. doing the things that others may see as undesirable yes. and they continue to um, benefit from the hard work that they put forward. So be all you want to be, but be clear on what that is and don't yeah. misconstrue what someone else is doing for um, what you think you want just because it's being sold to you that way. Well, and I think, you know, um, also with the ten tenacity, mm -hmm. <clears throat> You do not have to have everything right now to be tenacious. Mm. You know, it, it took a while before I became the salesperson I was because I had never sold anything before. Mm. And so for some people, they think they need to have everything right now. They got to be good at everything right now. Right. No, you don't have to be good at everything right now, but you need to be tenacious in your preparation that I'm going to get good. Right. Get the mindset that I don't know everything right now, but I'm going to get good at it. And right. so at least let's at least get in the game. <laughs> you can get in the game. You don't know I can't play. And, right. But I'm, I'm in the game. So <laughs> awesome. Tell, talk to me about the eye. The eye is for inspiring inspiration. I believe that you will do when you're passionate about something mm -hmm. and you are doing it at the level, the best level that you can. You will inspire people without even saying a word. Mm. And I think to be that person, obviously understanding, being clear on whatever your message is or whatever you want to do with your life, mm -hmm. you know, be passionate about it. Because I think we all uh, we all like to have somebody say, man, that, that person's good at that. Mm -hmm. No matter what it is, I don't care what, what you do in life, but if somebody says you're good at that, you're inspiring somebody. Mm -hmm. so whatever it is, be clear on it, be passionate about it mm -hmm. and be, be inspiring because somebody's going to look at you and say, job well done. Right. And for some of us that are that have not taken action yet, mm -hmm. understand somebody's waiting on you. Somebody wants to be inspired by you. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is that you're chasing, your goals, your dreams, be passionate about it. Right. So somebody's gonna want to be just like you. Mm. And you know, just just go for it. Be right. passionate about it. And 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 that comes back to a little bit of the self-awareness, just understanding exactly who you who you are mm -hmm. um, and what you really are excited about. Right. You know, are you excited about what you see somebody else doing because mm -hmm. it's financially very successful mm -hmm. and you don't think that you're gonna make any money, a lot of money doing what you do? Right. Or you want to do something that's going to make you feel better inside right. than financially. And so just be passionate about it. Yeah. Um, enjoy it. Um, don't back off. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee somebody's going to be inspired by what they see you do. Right. And I guess another quick story about that being inspiring. I, I remember someone speaking about how they saw a, uh, a garbage man do his job so well and the way that he dressed himself where he had a like button down shirt, shirt tucked in, pants yeah. pressed and all that. Yeah. You wouldn't think that that was a garbage man but from this person seeing them on a daily basis and from their child seeing them and how they were so friendly and greeting yeah it's like okay i can aspire to be that because yeah. it's someone that inspires through their action and that's right. that that's something just amazing because it's like however you present yourself and for me having worked in um as a technician in paper mills and things like that i would be in the opposite where so yes at times you tuck your shirt in but other times it's like you just you're trying to get out of the clothes because they smell 
so bad and they're just rough, you're dirty and everything like that. But on the flip side, you see how people may not be inspired. They're very quick to judge you, not knowing that, hey, you could be a millionaire walking around in rags and riches or in rags and torn up clothes. But just because of how you're perceived, that may change what it is. But so long as you're consistent in your work, you will inspire the people you're meant to inspire. Exactly. I think that's, it may be just like we were talking earlier. It may just be one person. Right. But if that one person thinks, man, I like the way you handle what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what it is. You seem to really enjoy it. So you need to enjoy it because that's what's going to get you through those difficult days when things aren't going right to understand. Awesome. (laughs) It's it's funny. And I guess not, well, to linger on it, I'm not, I'm not going to apologize for what (laughs) what we're doing because we're enjoying this. And and one thing I've got to be grateful to you for, it's like um, seeing that in recording an episode of the podcast before and then coming back, like making the decision for myself to do the podcast again and to say, okay, like pick up the thing that you enjoy and do it, not just for the recognition. But as I got to doing it, I got to posting, you were like, okay, like, hey, I'm starting to notice you're you're back out there again with the people. And then we reached out and lo and behold, we're recording a few episodes back to back and like the energy keeps flowing. And it's like me having inspired you unknowingly just just by being like, oh, like he's he's back at it again. And I was like, okay, cool. Like the information I'm putting out is reaching people. Although I may not see the numbers, it reminds me, okay, hey, in starting, you're not doing it for the recognition. You're not like, yes, you want it to grow, but remember, right. You want, I've got to remind myself that I'm highlighting the conversation. I'm highlighting the person that I'm talking to, to where it's like, you see two human beings that are um, not controlled by fear and that are able to just be themselves. And it encourages you to be yourself where it's like, and when I say you, I say it to the person that may be listening, but I'm really talking to my future self because, um, Someone as listening to a psychologist say this is it's like the best way to start taking care of the world is to remember to take care of yourself because your community onto yourself right now. Like there's the you from today, there's the you from a few minutes, a few years, a few hours. So it's like yeah, if you eat that jelly donut right now, hey, <laughs> it may do good, but also hey, it's gonna satisfy the I'm gonna keep it positive. It's gonna yeah. satisfy the you an hour later where it's like, yeah. man, that was such a good thing. Yeah. But if you do too many, <laughs> it yeah. might affect the guy a year down the line where it's just like, okay, where did this bottom gut come from? It's like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. remember is the, the donuts from uh 1 p.m. on, on yeah. April 17th when I, I had two, I had five, I had 15 in a row. <laughs> so yeah. it's like just keep that in mind and yes, exactly. inspire yourself first before yes. you seek to inspire somebody. And as you continue to inspire yourself, you will eventually inspire right. others unbeknownst to you. That, that's a, get you ready on. That's yep. what that's all get about. You ready, huh? Get you ready on right there. Okay. Where we're at? Where we're at? Oh, where we're, at, where we're the O. O is opportunities. Mm. Most of us, and I'll put myself in that, um, to seize an opportunity, you're going to have to go get it. Mm-hmm. You you can't wait for the opportunity. I know that sometimes when you, you start a business or an individual, you want some opportunities to come your way, but sometimes they, they're not going to just come your way. And if they do, they're not going to show their face. Mm. You know, there, there might be some opportunities around you that you're not particularly looking at. 
and they may be looking at you wondering if you would come to the, come to them. Mm. So seize the opportunities, understanding that they're just not going to walk up to you. You know, if you're starting a business, yeah. a bunch of people may not come to your business. They may not buy anything from you. Mm-hmm. But if you go looking for an opportunity, you're going to find one. Right. Go find your audience. Go find the people. Whatever the opportunity is that you're looking for, or you want to be a teacher, you want to be a, a star basketball player, seize those opportunities mm-hmm. and never look down on an opportunity. Mm. You know, my father, my father had a saying when I would be uh, um, complaining about not having something, right. you know, and he would always go to this. And um, I wish he was here to hear me say it because he'd be like, oh, okay, you remember that. <laughs> but he, but he, used to, he used to tell me this. He used to say, hey, he says, you only get two opportunities in this world. Mm-hmm. One, by the grace of God, me and your mother got you here. Mm. The second one's on you. Go make something happen. Mm. Oh, wow. so that's an opportunity. <laughs> right. So you, you, that's what action's about. You right. got to go, go get it because nobody's going to bring it to you. Mm. And, um, and opportunities have a way of watching you. And, I, and then what I'm talking about, especially if you're in a career and you're trying to advance and you're wondering why you're getting passed up and things of that nature, yeah. maybe, some, maybe Mr. Opportunity or Miss Opportunity is watching you and you're doing something that might be stopping you from getting that opportunity. Right. You know, opportunities kind of kind of look, they're, they're looking at you. Uh, I went through just back to my high school when I was made it back on the football team. And mm-hmm. I was at the bottom of the depth chart and I got frustrated because I didn't see me moving up the depth chart. Right. And my coach finally told me, he says, you're so negative. I don't know if you would see an opportunity if it hits you in the face. Mm. I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> and, you know, I remember I, I walked off and I was right. like, you know, but it stuck with me. Right. So even though you don't have what you think you should deserve right now, yeah. there is an opportunity for you. Right. But if you're in that mindset that I deserve this, I, I should be getting this, I should mm-hmm. have this type yeah. of mindset, for some reason, they never knock at your door. Right. Or if they do, you don't answer it. True. Because it's not the right one. Right. So opportunities, go right. get them, season. Man, I love that. And to, to pair with your story of the coach, I remember uh, my my wide receiver coach, he was also our track coach, uh, Coach Thompson. I think it was my junior year and I spoke with him because like you do football, wrestling and then track. That's how the season's kind of laid yeah. out. And during, I think we'd spoken like the senior year of, no, it must have been junior year of football where we, from time to time, we'd go on these camps, like the summer camp mm-hmm. where you go for a week, you train like out in the heat of Tennessee or Georgia and people are just losing weight. Luckily, we staying hydrated, not too many people falling out, but we had this, um, fellow, I think it's FCA fellow Christian, um, fellowship of Christian athletes. Yes. Fellowship of Christian athletes. And we had kind of like the, I guess I'd, I'd want to say a feel good circle where you kind of sit, people talk, they give testimonies and things like that. Mm -hmm. And they kind of ask the seniors or like the soon to be seniors, what are some things that you, you, you wish that, what are some of the things you want from the team? And for me, myself, I spoke up and I said, I just want honesty because it's a lot of times we talk about where people are, what they're going to do and how they're going to get there. But then it's it's almost like you're being sold a bag of goods. Like mm. it's fun to come in here and just rag on us and just be like, oh, we're terrible. We're this, we're that. Mm. And then never be honest about if we're going to get to where we're being told we're going to get to, or mm. am I going to be playing JV forever and never get to start? And I think the conversation that Coach Thompson had with me to the side before like a track meet, he almost gave me a chance to be like, okay, here's the truth. You're very nonchalant when it comes to to football. And it's something 
that I, I learned a little bit more in wrestling, mm. but I didn't quite capture it to like take it to the next level. Yeah. Because um, Coach Mitchell, who I've interviewed, he came on and he was our coach my junior and, and senior year. Okay. And that really changed it to where he had that, hey, you guys suck right now. Yeah. That's what people think of you. They don't think anything of you, but I believe in you enough. And yeah. here's what we're going to do. There's that clarity. And then the just the tenacity of just yeah. over and over and over. And he found different ways to inspire us and yeah. presented us with opportunities to take us from one place to the other, like exposing us to different types of wrestling, different opponents, different schedules and things like that, different workouts. Mm. And the thing I didn't like about what the coach said, but it was so true and it still rings to this day where I can finally accept it and move forward and be like, okay, I may have a tendencies of like an S personality. So they say yeah. where you're passive, you can be nonchalant, but when it comes to competition, when it comes to, if you're going to be a great wide receiver, if you're going to be a great hurdler, you, you can't just be laissez faire in a mm -hmm. race. Like if you really want to get it, you have to put everything into it. Yes. Regardless, if you think you're going, your legs are going to fail you. If you think you're going to crap yourself yeah. because of like, Oh, I don't know what I ate or anything like that. You can't be having, and I, I'll tell that story maybe another time, yeah. but you can't have all those things just riding in your head if That's you're right. going to right. seize the opportunity that presents itself. Because it was like, after he told me that, I think at one of the last track meets in the year, he challenged me. I think it was with like a 400 or eight, it was an 800 meter race because I think I ran long distance for a time. And then again, junior year, sophomore year, switched yeah. to hurdles and mid distance. So 300 meter hurdles, 800 meter race, one mile instead of the two mile. Yeah. And it was like, okay, I want you to give it your all in this 800 meters. Like, show me that you deserve to start in the coming year. Yeah. But again, with me being my own egotistical self, mm -hmm. I took it as to like, okay, I hear what you're saying and I'm going to try. But then the yeah. end result didn't show that. I was yeah. so focused on the fatigue, the this, yeah. the that, to where when I'm able to um, interrogate reality for that time and not place any blame, it's just, okay, I was in a place where I could couldn't see the opportunity. The opportunity yeah. was watching me where in that yeah. sense, the coach was watching me to give me the opportunity. Yes. But like you're saying to the negativity that you presented, I know that I brought a lot of negativity with me. Although yeah. my name may be happy and although I yeah. may be happy at times with my friends, I continue to carry those yes. doubts, those worries, the things of like, okay, you're not doing this. Like people may call you butterfingers or couldn't yeah. catch the ball for a time because hand and eye coordination wasn't yeah that good. I later found out that yeah. I needed to wear contacts in order to see because I didn't have the goggles and I was worried about yeah. <laughs> what it was going to look like. But yeah. the moment I got contacts, I was able to at least see the ball and I had a yeah. chance to catch it. Yeah. But I thought I just wanted to share that because I was like, yeah. as, as we're good talking, stuff. I'm reflecting on it. And I know we're talking about the acronym and you just told me about it briefly. And I'm just placing myself in the situation to just make it more real, not to say, okay, hey, we're just here shooting an infomercial. It's like, yeah. no, we're, we're having a conversation about a specific topic and we're That's relating right. it to our lives to where it would make sense to me and you listening back yeah. to it. But also I think it will make sense to someone else to say, here's here are two people and here's specific places in their lives where they notice something mm -hmm. and here's what they're doing with the information now. So yeah. now I don't dwell on that anymore. I remember that, hey, out of everything that happened in track, I may not have ever won a race. I think I may be placed second or third in a race, but like I know one time I did show up, yeah, but yeah. since I wasn't used to showing up consistently, I showed up in practice all the time. But then yeah. when it was showtime, it's like yeah. all the other ang 
angst and stuff would kind of come too. But I was like, hey, I know at times I've seized the opportunity and I ran a 530 minute mile. It's like, if I really want to, I can do that. But at the moment, that's not my goal. So that's not an opportunity that I'm seizing. If and when that comes, I'll go that direction. And I think it has a lot to do. um, First of all, great story. It has a lot to do with, you know, how bad you want it. You know, how bad do you want that opportunity? Right. You know, you're willing to put in all this transformation and and not, you know, and, and not be ready for the opportunity to take it. Right. Um, and some people, you know, this that might be right where the, the rubber meets the road mm-hmm. because now, oh, OK. Oh, I got the opportunity. OK, now I, I, I got to really go show that I can handle the opportunity. Right. right. So but I think if you if you get your mind right, get mm-hmm. your mindset, just go seize the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And be tenacious when you get there. Right. Be tenacious when you get there. So that's right. good stuff right there. Bring it bring it on home yeah. with the end. Yes. The end. <laughs> Yo, this is uh the, the end is about uh, never quitting. Right. And never quitting, but never quitting on your dreams. Mm. You never quit on your dreams and goals that you have told yourself that you wanted to have. Yes, it could be difficult getting there. Yes, the journey is long, but never give up on your dreams. And then more importantly, your dreams are non-negotiable. Mm. And here's what I mean by that. We, we negotiate a lot of things in, in our lives, uh, clothes, what we eat, relationships, uh, cars, just a lot of things we negotiate on. Mm. Your dreams have to be non-negotiable. And what I mean is that when you are telling somebody what, you're, what you dream of being or who you want to be, do not let them negotiate you out of it to the point to where when you walk away from them, you now start to think that, Maybe I don't want that dream. Maybe I can't do that dream. So tell yourself your dreams are non-negotiable. And if you have a dream, tell it to somebody that can help you. You know, if you negotiate with somebody that don't have a dream, they're going to talk you out of it every time. Mm -hmm. They're going to tell you it's going to take too much work. Uh, You sure about that? You don't have the money for that. Right. right now, whatever it is that's going to put you right back into the spot before you even started the journey. I know that I've been there. I've had people talk me out of my dreams. And I know some people might say, well, you shouldn't have let them do that. But that happens in life. Right. But the thing that I learned most about that is that when I did obtain what I needed to obtain is that I was very careful about who I told my dreams to. Right. I remember when I, I was telling you about the losing the weight, I had two buddies yeah. that I told right. and, they, and, and they never asked me if that's what I wanted to do. Could could you do it? You sure? What they told me, when do we start? I said, we start tomorrow. Let's go. Right. That's and awesome. That, yeah. And, and that's how the journey needs to be. When you take action, make sure that you got the right people on board that can mm-hmm. help you. When you start to backslide or you start to not think that you can get there, that they'll tell you, yeah, you can. And I got right. you back. Right. I got you back. So be careful who you tell your dreams to. Right. I, I love that because, yeah, take action because yeah. what... As I'm thinking of it and relating it to what I've been listening to recently, uh, we're talking about with with the action. It's it's almost like it's tied to the emotions that you have. And listening to Jim Rohn, um, he spoke on resolve and having it defined by an elementary school kid or a middle schooler. And she was um, promising yourself that you'll never quit. And like you said, you don't want to quit on your dreams because as bleak as the situation may be or as bad as things may get around you, um, I think that's it's always present. I, I don't even want to say now more than ever, because it's always, you, there's always a reason not to do what you know to yourself to do, like whether it's, it's showing up to work, it's showing up for yourself first and foremost, showing up to the people you made commitments to, but you have to be committed to a dream to yourself. Otherwise, it becomes easy to um, part ways with what you decided 
that you were going to do. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it really goes a long way to understand that just because it may be taking longer or yeah. you're not there yet, it doesn't mean you've yeah. given up. Like if that idea yeah. still rings in your head, I, I love what you said about telling it to the people that can help you because yeah. telling it to anybody else, you may be seeking affirmation where you're not going to get it. And especially yeah. different people come from different backgrounds. But right. I heard a clip earlier say that your family or your, your friends that you knew whenever a stranger may support you because a stranger, depending on who they are, more times than not, they want the best for you. But yeah. family or friends that may not support you, and I say may not because there's many that do because they've That's supported right. you to this end, whether it was positive yeah. or negative, but the ones that are not willing to support you or may voice concerns may be worried or they may yeah. be doing it out of fear because they're where you used to be and they know where you used to be. So yeah, right. you don't have to throw people away or throw the bat the baby out with the bathwater, <laughs> but tell your dreams to the people that you know are going to support it because you've seen them do yeah. that or something similar. And don't be afraid to reach out to people, even if right. it's through Instagram and things like that. If you've observed somebody and they seem like someone that's approachable, yeah. take a leap of faith and approach them because you never know. They could just be looking to mentor someone. That's they right. could be looking to inspire someone and impart the knowledge that they have. So yes. don't ever right. think yourself too small or too big to give and receive help. Yes. And, and you know, just kind of just to piggyback a little bit, you take a look at what happened, what's been happening in the country for, you know, a year and a half mm -hmm. prior to COVID, then COVID. Yeah. You know, um, I know personally a, a lot of friends of mine that, um, you know, really quit dreaming, mm. you know, kind of put everything on hold. You right. Know, this, this deal to get over with and stuff right. of that nature. Well, you know, now we're a year later and yeah. you know, we're still in it. Yeah. And if if we're not careful, mm -hmm. I'm not careful. I'll be in the same situation at the end of this year right. as it was in 2020. And I think there's a lot. I've talked to a lot of people and they, they feel the same way. They want to get going again. Right. But they're, they're struggling with getting going again. Right. And that's what happens when, you know, um, and, and hopefully we can get past COVID. And yeah. Pray for all the people that um, uh, got sick, lost loved ones and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But life has a way of keep moving. Mm -hmm. And if we're not careful, we'll be giving up some more years and before we get our footing back again. And, you know, right. we want to. Um, do everything that we can to um, help empower people to mm -hmm. take action. Right. You know, I don't do whatever, whatever it is. We want you to empower them to take action and to move forward and, um, you know, live that life that uh, um, they promised to themselves. Because, right. you know, it's a the, life is challenging. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's going to continue to be challenging. That's why we always say, you know, when the game of life starts to challenge you, get your ready on because yeah. it's, it's, it's just going to be challenging tomorrow. You know, tomorrow's another battle, yeah. you know, but I'll take I'll take care of the day. I'm going to win today. If I don't yeah. get to tomorrow, I'm going to win this one. Right. So, but uh, yeah, never give up, never quit. And uh, don't negotiate with somebody that um, they don't have no dreams. Yeah, you just you just reminded me of uh, episode number four talking with some of the associates at GNC. And one of them was talking about just getting ready to do battle with life and whether you're doing close combat with someone mm -hmm. or um, just having that experience and understanding that you take that same approach and you apply it to your life. You apply yeah. it to your day to say, hey, whether it's hitting the snooze alarm or fighting your body that's physically ailing or aching, it's that you have to fight your thoughts and set your day before you go to sleep, plan to go to sleep mm -hmm. well and plan 
plan to wake up and say, this is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. And also getting in communities like you and I have joined and say, if it's not like, say, a Breathe University, a Toastmasters, um, different things like that. It's it's just hilarious how things just show up the moment that you get that resolve where you say, okay, this is what I want. I'm sick and tired of doing this. I want to do something different. More times than not, that presents itself one way or another. Like um, Rochelle T. Parks, for instance, she's in the fitness space and I see she's doing her thing on YouTube now, but she's been doing it for years on end through being in the military, getting ready for retirement. And she started planning and strategizing like, this is what I want to do outside of the military. She wrote a book, she put it out and what she does continues to live and breathe that dream and that goal. And it's very, it's, it's inspiring. And it's one of those just like very aware, like, okay, I know when I say these words, these are the things I bring to me. And when I speak differently, I take different action. I I'm clear on what it is that I want. Like they started within like Breathe University. It was like, they have morning accountability calls. They have um, things as to say, whenever I jumped on those calls a couple of times, I'm not doing it now because again, self-awareness, although something may be good, it may be good for a time. And then other times you might need to, I I needed to take a break and to say, spend some time with Asher, get clear on what it is that I'm doing now, where I'm going, where I need to be this week, a month from now, six months, a year, two years. And just putting it down on paper, not to be like, oh, this has to happen like this. Otherwise, like my life is a failure. It's like, no, just I put down the goals. Some things happened, some things didn't. I got discouraged, but being around people and getting acquainted with people during the good times, those people were able to reach out to me and having a good relationship with my parents good enough to where I could come home during a challenging time. It makes it to where now when I'm able to, um, I'm able to have another plan to uh, bounce back. That was my mom. I'm I'm able to bounce back now during a time where it gets hard because at the times when I was doing well, I did well and I allowed that to help other people. Yes. And either the people that I help and the people I'm fortunate to have within my family look out for me when things aren't so good to where when I'm back on my feet now and I'm getting better, it's like, okay, hey, can you help me with this? And I was like, yes, I got you. Because not only because out of obligation, because I'm now capable of doing it because I'm no longer down there and to not get back into the ditch or to just linger in the valley. I'm learning to appreciate what it was when I was in the valley because it's like, Today's valley might become tomorrow's peak, but you got to learn how to appreciate the both where things are going to go up and they're going to come down. And it's just like, I read the book, I think from Spencer Johnson years ago, but like living an experience and like reading it, I think are two different things, but Mm -hmm. there's an appreciation I gained from both to just be like, oh, okay, like now it makes sense. And like, I'm able to, I'm able to almost like multiply and receive what it is that was given to me through that book. But just to like recall on it and just be yeah. like, okay, like we've been here before. <laughs> it's like yeah. a, a Dave Chappelle joke where he, I think he got in trouble with it, but he was talking about um, different grouping of people and yeah. seeing like how they're all driving in the car. And it's like, you have, <laughs> you have one group that's just like, huh, it's okay. We'll be driving. We built these roads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
but I'll leave that there. <laughs> but man, it's like, I'm so glad you decided to do this. And I'm glad that um, oh, you yeah. really, you're focused on your dream. And I'm, I'm curious yeah. to ask you, um, did something discourage you from focusing on just get you ready on or what got you, did something get you off and then what got you back on track? Well, you know, get you ready on has always been, you know, first of all, you know, it originated with us coaching a, a flag football team. Mm-hmm. And in order to get the young men um, uh, minds ready for the game, we say, when we say get you ready on, that mm-hmm. means focus. Right. That means time to take action. Gotcha. And so it started from us coaching a, a flag football team. Okay. But the reality of life is you have to do that all the time. Mm. You've got to do that all day. And of course, over the years, as years keep piling up, things kept coming up that needed, that was more important Mm. than get you ready on. But the problem is I could never get rid of it. Mm. And this is something that I want to say. If you've got a vision on your heart and you've got a vision on your mind and every time you don't do it, it keeps coming back to the forefront. It's probably because you need to be doing it. (laughs) God has put that on your heart to get that done. And that's what he has done for me. Every time I put it aside, I always go back to it. And so to answer your question, I was doing, I was working with one of the the, the young men that was uh, that was on the flag football team talking okay. to him one day and he was struggling with some stuff mm-hmm. you know they they were nine years old when we talked about it now right. he's 25 26 years old oh, and, wow. and he says coach I always remember to get you ready on right he says I always remember you talking about that and he says I'm struggling a little bit but things are getting better mm-hmm. he says I'm getting my mind back in the game and stuff right. and it rejuvenated me mm-hmm. because like I told you if only one person gets the message yeah I'm good Right. And that one person got the message. But then I thought to myself, maybe there's two people. Mm. And so therefore, I just thought, you know, maybe I I need to put my energy into this. uh, Get you ready on because Mm. you mentioned something about the valleys and the peaks. Right. And, you know, I I had a gentleman ask me the or Well, he kind of told me the other day, he said, well, I I stay ready, Mm. you know. And I said, well, that's good because a lot of people don't stay ready for everything. Because life throws things at you you just don't know about. Mm. But what we want to do, we want to empower people to get to get you ready on valley right. so you can get to stay ready mountain mm. but you got to go through the valley to get yep. to the mountaintop right that's what gets you ready on we at the bottom mm. we want to empower people to take action today on their lives their dreams and we've got strategies and tools that will help you whether you're an individual whether you're a company Wherever you're at in this situation, get you ready on. We're hoping to get the message out and build a community of like-minded people that Mm want to take action. And hopefully some of those people can help you move forward to what you're trying to achieve. And you might be able to help somebody move forward to what they're trying to achieve. Because we all have a message and a story and we need to be heard. Mm -hmm. And so that got me rejuvenated. (laughs) Well, well, I mean, since we're there, go ahead and tell the people where, um, how they can join this program, how they can start to take action to get, build that self-awareness to get gain the clarity to become tenacious in their their preparation and to just become inspiring in their work and to decide to claim the opportunities that are looking at them and that they need to be chasing and to never quit on their dreams. Yes. Um, you know, first of all, you, you could go to averyhicks.com mm-hmm. and you can submit a, um, a form to where, where you put your name and your email and a phone number and then we'll reach back out to you. And when we, and when we reach back out to you, we just want to know where you where you're being stuck at. Mm. We want to make sure 
You know, for some people, maybe you've already taken action. Maybe maybe you, you're self-aware, you know who you are, but you're struggling with clarity. Mm. I'm struggling with clarity or uh, I'm struggling how to seize an opportunity or I'm struggling in, you know, what what is the preparation? How do you how do you get to nations in your preparation? Right. And so you may you may be in one of those or you may need all of them. Mm. If you're an individual or a, a company, you mm. know, we work with communication and things for companies where they're, they're having some issues with a, a sales team or sales organization. Mm-hmm. And so averyhicks.com or I can be reached at area code 405-292-4055. Apologize. Area code 405-295-4022. And you can text me or you can call me. I'll answer the phone personally mm-hmm. because I just want to get you involved and help you get to your dreams like I'm chasing my dreams. Right. I'm no here's the thing. I'm no better than anybody. I just have a I have a methodology that I've been doing for over 30 years. I manage mm-hmm. dealerships with salespeople and I help move them in their lives and help change their careers. And so I, I do have I do have a management sales training for 35 years. And so I've got a lot of programs that I know will help an individual move the needle in their life and career. Awesome. With that, we'll sign out.